Hello, listeners. I am Blake, and I'm here to do the introduction today. Just had a few things to say about the episode before we get into it. First of all, as of this recording, Alex is on vacation and has no mic, so voiceovers are on me this time. We also had a few minor audio issues throughout the episode. There was an echo on Baird's mic we had to cut down on, and a hiss on Derek's end. Both issues are mostly fixed up, but if you hear something, that's why. I'd also like to give an enormous shout-out to Serpent Sun for letting us use their music for the episode. You guys totally made heathen metal. Thanks so much. So I believe we were talking about Baird's butthole? Yeah. Yeah, by the, by the time this will be released, I'll have hopefully successfully climbed the mirror wall in El Cap. And we were talking about the logistics of pooping on a big wall. It's really exciting. You, you get a bag, um, and you poop in the bag. Some, like, old schoolers will use coffee filters, but, but I just use bags. Why is... is... <laughs> What's old school? What? Why coffee filter? <laughs> One, they're really cheap, and two, so so the old school way is you get a PVC pipe, and then you seal one end, and you put, like, a screw cap on the other, mm. and then you poop into a coffee filter, and the coffee filter will fit into this PVC pipe, like a, you know, two, three-inch pipe, mm-hmm. and then when you're done, you just, you know, screw the top on, you get down off the wall, and you throw out the whole thing, um, but my partner has purchased a Metrolius, like, I forget the name, but it's a manufactured bag for holding bags of poop. <laughs> it is yeah specifically designed for this purpose also rated to like 25 kilonewtons or something ridiculous but yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's to hold what yep and so we have the luxury of pooping in plastic bags and then putting our plastic bags in the designated poop haul bag i like like i mean after the the diet of strict uh fiber and beans like uh, the 25 kilonewton uh, <laughs> It's necessary, yeah. Yeah. I mean, my toothbrush has a, a five kilonewton like tie off on it right now, as does my bowl. That's awesome. Yeah. I'm just picturing someone hanging from like a eclectic string of various camping devices. That is pretty much accurate. Yeah. Well, and speaking of rocks, we've got a music themed episode. Speaking of rock, would have been. The better transition, the better Dean Kamen, inventor of the segue. But yeah, as always, you are listening to One Hour One Offs, where we play games with a timer, and then, uh, I mean, that's the show. Yep. Uh, <laughs> we have the illustrious Derek and the uh, effervescent Baird here. I think that's how that word is pronounced. Bubbling Baird. <laughs> um... And yeah, we have a. I'm very excited for this episode. Um, we are using the Veil of the Void system, and the writer of the Veil of the Void system was kind enough to sponsor us for this episode. They asked us to take a look at it. So it's just going to be a normal episode from here on out. But if you like the system, you can find it on Twitter at Veil of the Void, which we'll link probably, right, or something. Oh yeah, we can throw a link in there. There'll there'll probably be a link in the description. Either that, or I forgot, and there isn't, but there should be one. Without further ado, can we introduce y'all's characters? 
Entering. Sure. Oh, oh, geez. Sorry. Go yeah, for it. Please. No. Oh, okay. <laughs> Entering. <laughs> Entering stage left in a cloud of smoke, lasers, and sitar music is Durfstar, the Celesta. Um, Celestas are, are beings who are manifested from the essence of the universe and just like essentially are just like glass humans with the universe inside them. Um, yeah. Celesta is a, a rock star priest of the distorted truth, of the house of the distorted truth, and, uh, you know, is a, is a monk and a hedonist and likes to make bad sounds. Good shit. You had a, you had a specific relationship with bad sounds, didn't you? Oh, yes, yes. So the house of the distorted truth, or the church of the distorted truth, depending on your um, specific d- denomination, believes that through rock and roll, specifically through metal, uh, you can transcend reality to create a sound bad enough. If you create a sound bad enough, you can pierce through the layers of existence and, and, and become an enlightened being. And performing alongside Durf Star, we are going to have... Entering stage double left is... Nice. Ennio Lopter Bloom, a flash clone of a famous electrical oboist. He's struggling to live up to the legacy of Skinny Dog Laser. Skinny Dog Laser, I believe it was, has undergone uh, a transformation due to his talent, and that is something that... Could you tell us about that and Lopter's uh, relation to that? Of course, of course. Skinny Dog Laser played the electrical oboe so hard that each of his hands grew an extra finger. And Lopter knows he has the same potential within him, but he hasn't managed to make those same epigenetics trigger, and he's very insecure about his five-fingered hands. Woe be... The electric oboist with only five fingers. Whoa, indeed. <laughs> and with that, welcome to the head-banging, mosh-pitting, goat-sacrificing paradise that is Heathen. The entire planet of Heathen is an unending metal music meltdown. The literal metal core of the planet has been replaced with an even more metal core. A zero-G stage where only the most devastating shows are performed. The legendary performers, Lopter Bloom and Death's Durf Star. Dark show. <laughs> Look at the Death Star. <laughs> With that, the time formed the ultimate supergroup in order to take the stage on. As the lights focus on the center of this planet stage, all Begins. across the surface, screens flicker to life, and 10,000 steins are filled in anticipation. However, the stage is empty. And if there was a camera actually focused on our decrepit duo, it would show them sitting at a bar, deep in thought, drink, or both. The contract you've signed, uh, in blood, mandates uh, refunds be issued to the crowd, the entire planet crowd, if you miss more than half of your two-hour show. As the empty stage is displayed, whispers begin around the bar. Where are they? Where could they be? Wait, is that Durfstar? And that couldn't be. Is, is that Lopter? No, it's Skinny Dog Laser. And you guys have to make it to your.
say, aren't we forgetting something? Uh, dentist? No, no, I could have sworn we were meant to be somewhere right now. Look, that screen over there. Isn't that stage... right? I thought that was stage double left, but yeah. Aren't you stage double left? I am stage double left, but my point is more that we should be entering on screen right about now. But we're here. Well, well give them another minute. Maybe they'll, maybe they'll show up. Dare Star, it's meant to be us. Yeah, yeah, just, just give them a minute. Maybe they're, you know, backstage doing their instruments. Alright. Oh. <laughs> the duo oh. does not enter. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a bit of a concern, isn't it? Yeah, maybe we should, uh, maybe we should go over there and, and check in and make sure everything's, uh, everything's okay. Sounds like a plan to me. What's the public transit like? So, the, uh, first you're gonna have to do some pub-lick transport, because you turn around... <laughs> and a dense semicircle of bar patrons has formed behind you. You have seen this look on a crowd before. They have recognized legends in the flesh, and they demand one thing. Autographs. I'll reach over into Derf's left breast pocket and pull out a pre-signed stack prepared for occasions like these, and toss it out across the crowd. Mm. Try and thin out the numbers. Can you make me a, can you make me a charm roll here? Absolutely. Okay, that is a four, a three, and a four. So no hits. Um, the uh, you toss the stack of. I assume these are like business card sized, like slips of paper. Yeah. Yeah, they're like Polaroids with signatures. Nice, nice. Yeah, you you throw those out across the 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 crowd, and you know definitely some people are like reaching and grabbing for those, but it also serves to draw the attention of. Uh, other bar patrons, and so while you have thinned out the crowd a bit, uh, more are coming in to fill their numbers. And the crowd begins to, like, press forward towards you guys. There's, you know, jock straps and beer steins, there's lipstick and uh, guitar picks. All of these things are being thrust towards you guys. Sign this! Skinny skinny dog laser, is that really you? I I heard that Durf Star uh, is, is a vegetarian. No, you idiot! He only eats meat. Um, um, yeah. I think, I think, Lobster. I think we need to get serious here. Derv is gonna say, like, slowly unbuttoning his his white leather metal trench coat here. I mean, like, metals and like has stickers and all this kind of stuff, like like patches on it, metal patches. It is not. Um, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, you know, pick out a fan in the front who's like coming for a hug or something. And then, like, try a move where I, like, go to hug them and then, like, slip my jacket onto them and push them into the crowd as a diversion. Nice, nice. Um, what, what trait are you attempting to use there? What 
mm, like covert, maybe? I don't know. Yeah. Like a finesse thing, I guess? Yeah. yeah, I can see that being a finesse thing. Okay. Times three dice of one covert that gives me an extra plus one to the dice. Yes. Is a six and two fives. Oh, awesome. Yeah, so that succeeds an average difficulty, and you, like, see this person coming, arms outstretched, the drunken stupor clearly, like, slowing their motions, and you flip the jacket off, like, slide it onto both their arms, so it's, like, it's, like, on the front of them, like a straitjacket would be, um, and you, like, grab the coattails and, like, swing them round as they, like, as they impact part of the crowd, like, a whole chunk of it breaks off as people, like, this coat just gets ripped to shreds in the crowd. <laughs> but there is a, a noticeable decrease. Your sacrifice will be worth it. <laughs> Single tear rolls down Durfstar's cheek. Alright, Loftar, you're up. Yeah, okay. Loftar's gonna pull out the oboe, the electrical oboe of fame, and call upon his soldier training, because not only is he an electric oboist, he... He's also a combat cybernetics user with a morphing weapon. And that's what the oboe is. And he'll turn it into a shield and use the expanding space to shove the crowd back a little mm. before ducking back. Yeah. yeah um, behind I think you can just roll for that. Okay. Hmm, is this gonna have to be a MLA weapons type roll? I don't remember what the melee ball is. Is that power or finesse as well? Um, I think it depends on the weapon. We can we can say that this is finesse. Though. Oh, excellent. In that case, three, four, four, six, three, four, and I have pretty much no training in weapons. So I'm gonna pull upon two points of determination to add two pips to get five, five, six. Also succeeds an average check, and we see this. Or what does the shield look like? The the shield has a picture of skinny dog lasers hands on it, kind of forming mm. a bird shadow puppet symbol, and the nice. six fingers are quite prominent. Yeah, the the golden glow of skinny dog lasers six fingered hands fills the crowd, and while a, a number of patrons are, like, literally thrown back by the force of the shield, like, a couple other ones of them, like, drop to their knees in, like, holy supplication of this legend. Um, as the two of you press forward through the opening, the two of you have created an enormous man steps in front of you. It looks like this man is comprised of two other people like amalgamated together by size and the second face peering out of his neck also adds credence to that theory uh, he holds out in two hands two uh two vinyls uh one is a derf star classic uh crusades across the stars and the other is a lopter I'll, i'm sorry but this is a skinny dog he has he has misinterpreted your presence Lobster, sorry, Lopter bites his <laughs> lip and and makes a judgment call. 
and he's he's practiced skinny dog laser signature but he just can't manage the double pinky flourish because his signing hand doesn't have a double pinky so instead he'll stick his own lobster boom signature on the vinyl nice. and hope it isn't noticed can you roll deception Three, three, five. So, with only one hit, you do not pass the check. So I think he like he's gonna he sees the signature and like partway through he starts to get suspicious. And this is like the 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 neck face is watching this happen. It's like his eyes are narrowing as it's happened. But let's check in on the other signature. Um, what are you What are you doing, Durf? Um, Durf is gonna try like a, a flare here. So Durf, you know, snatches the vinyl away really quickly, almost breaking it, but not quite. And like, mm-hmm. does this crazy big flourish. You know, his skin is like bared now, so there's all these, all these, um, all these like stars and lights shining across the room from him. And then he's gonna try to like throw it up in the air dramatically towards the the large man. And as the large man reaches for it, he's gonna try to like dive under his legs and slip past him. Nice. Um... Can you roll me... Well, I mean, what do you think that is? Are you trying to go for, like, agility there, or is that more of a performance? I was thinking performance, but it could be, like, performance with the finesse ability, right? Yeah, yeah, I like that. Roll, roll, uh, performance with the finesse virtue. Virtues work like, uh, like, stats, like, for what I was going to tell you. I think I'm doing this right, but... Cool, so I get to, oh yeah, so that's five, six, four, three, and one, and I get to add, I have five points, so I get to add one blue dice, right? Uh, you can add two pips, and you, you should also have rolled two bonus die. Yeah, I did roll two bonus die. Um, okay, so that'll be six, five, five, four, and one. Okay, yeah, that'll get you past the check, um, and so... Like, as this, uh, so Neckface is watching the, like, the word Lopter finish up as the, the vinyl gets snatched, and, like, briefly both of their attentions are distracted, um, how do you take that opportunity, Lopter? I'll use it to finish off my signature at a more hasty pace and then quickly flip over the vinyl in his hand and place it back down. <laughs> yeah, I, th- I think that works. This man is, uh, this man is uh, twice as drunk as the normal man. Uh, the, the mass amalgamation here works opposite the way you'd think it would. He's drunk twice as fast. Um, so he clasps both his records back to his chest and just like passes out backwards into the crowd. And the two of you just like trample through the opening. You are feet away from the door now. Sprinting towards it, the crowd pressing in around you, the smell of weed and beer and metal somehow. Just the whole bar smells like aluminum shavings. Who knows? Um, As you are trying to make it to this door, you see a heavy black leather studded boot like kicked 
both doors directly open. And standing in front of you is Zarthad Wreckmeister, frontman of Metallica, the band that the two of you beat out for performance at Mainstage. Zarthrad points at the two of you. Well, what do we have here, brothers? We've got two metal claiming to be performers who aren't on that main stage. Me and the mess rest of my brothers, Metallica, are gonna kick your asses. Band battle. And he points behind himself where you see the rest of Metallica, Mudrake Prickknob, Samkar Slythe, Murdrar, and Big Mood Switchblade are readying, <laughs> readying their instruments. Is 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 he talking? Is he talking to us, Lobster? Is is he? Is is does does he does he want to play against against us? He 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 surely couldn't be. So so poor a band. It just wouldn't be fair. It'd be inhumane. I mean, you know, like <laughs> you can I, I see like veins bulging and his eyes twitching as you're all as you guys are saying this. Yes, it would surely be a massacre, and as. Lopter says this, he's slipping back, and his oboe shifts into a sniper rifle form. Oh, shit. <laughs> I mean, I mean, maybe it's like, you know, maybe it's like one of those charity things, you know, where they, like, give a wish to, like, you know, like, someone who just, like, like, just sucks, you know? And maybe we just, like, have to, like, fulfill his wish. Alright, you know? man. That one was just hurtful. <laughs> Get your asses out here, the two of you, and face us in band can I, combat. Can I can I actually make that that last insult a savage insult, TM? Which is oh yes. Abilities? Cool. It's a it's a contested speechcraft mentality check, and then what uh, happens is up to you if I succeed. Um, I'm not gonna make this contested because this man does not have stats. I will just set a difficulty. Okay. Cool. Um, so that is 7d6, and that is 4, 1, 1, 1, 4, 3, and 2. So, and four, that's worth the bonus. 1, 1, 3, damn. <laughs> so, uh, nothing happens. <laughs> yeah, no, I think he, I mean, he, you did piss him off, you know? Like, there, you, you like, there's a moment where... Like, he, he prepares to be devastated by this insult. And then it's just like, oh. No, I mean, yeah, still hurtful, but come on. <laughs> and I think he, he's going to grab you by your lapels and turn and with his uh, with his Hogan strength, just hurl you outside, out the bar. Cool. Um, Lopter, what is, what is going on with your sniper rifle? Just to clarify, when they say band battle, do they want to fight in bloody combat, or do they want to play music against each other? Uh, Is there a difference? Hmm. Well, Lopter's gonna realize this a moment later and toss up the rifle. By the time it's back in his hands, it's an oboe again. There's some drunken ooh and ahs from the crowd behind you. Yeah. He steps out and like raises it to his lips and he says his catchphrase, which is, let's get tootin'. 
feel like a couple bar patrons like swoon when you say that. Oh yeah. Um, especially the uh, the uh, the the um, the cultists that follow um, the church of the what was it again? Bear. Distorted truth. The the those that uh, follow the church of the distorted truth. This is a very like controversial joining of minds because. I think, like, this Church of the Distorted Truth is a very pure, like, conservative, quote-unquote, idea of metal. And, like, but you're starting to, like, ruffle some some collars here with that. Anyway, you two head outside, instruments in hands, and Zarthredreich Wreckmeister is dusting his hands off from tossing Durf, and is heading towards his mic. Mudrake Pricknob, lead guitarist strums out a chord and goes, Hey! Yeah! You guys! You get over here right now and we're gonna do this! This crowd? We're gonna use them to kick your asses! And, uh... The holy rite of a band battle begins, basically. Uh... Whichever one of you can win the crowd over better, like, perform the more impressive sound-destructing, life-ending, eye-bleeding set possible. Whoever whoever can draw that reaction out of the crowd will get to go about their way, and the other one has to perform a triple dog dare for the other band. <laughs> so, um, I've devised a little mechanic for this, um, just using, like, a, a rock-paper-scissors system, and... The, uh, so, the first song is about to begin. Uh, Metal Licka begins to, so, Murdrar on rhythm guitar begins to lay down just, like, a, a smooth, like, pulsing riff alongside, uh, Samkar Slythe on bass. And slowly, Big Mood Switchblade, Mudrake Pricknob, and Zarthrad begin to join in. What about you two? So just to recount, oh wait, are we, so are we choosing the, the virtue, right, that we... Yes. Okay. So choose the, the order of virtues that you want to present for your song, and that's like the beginning, middle, and end of the song, and how you're playing it, kind of thing. is gonna open the team up with a movement of technical precision, and draw upon an old piece called Gabriel's Soliloquy. And perform it on his oboe. Nice. So I, I imagine this is like a lightning fast uh, series, like like a through the fire and flames vibe. We're just like. Absolutely. Mm. And I think this is then this is then paired with the with the like the overtone like harmonies of the sitar that that Durf pulls out and then starts jamming on. Yeah. Slow counter metal. I don't know. I don't know what music means, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what, uh, uh, what trait do you want to throw down next for that? Is that like a? Uh, I think that's judgment or, there. Judgment, nice. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then that lands charisma in our final one. So the uh, the metallica set begins with. Uh, Mudrake Prick Knob 
starting a, a similarly intense solo on his electric guitar, trying to like outpace, outperform, uh, outperform Loptar on his on his oboe. I don't know why that word wouldn't come to me. Um, and the two of you are just so evenly matched. It's just a flurry of notes flying between one another. And what we do in this instance is we both roll, and we just both get points. Um, so if you can just roll me pure finesse, or Walker. Of course. This is just six straight dice. Oh my goodness, dice. Oh boy, six five five six one four. I'm gonna six, pull five, on five, determination. Six, what? One four, but oh, I nice. will pull on a point of determination to turn the four into a five as well. So that's a total. So that is five successes. Yeah. That's awesome. So that is going to be matched by the blistering, literally blistering. Like you can see, like literal blisters forming on, on uh, Mudrake's fingers as he plays his guitar and like he begins to rise up off of it as I look for another d6. Because I am oh so prepared to record this podcast. Okay. However, or, oh yeah, damn. So he like as uh, as he's like pouring his all into this performance here, um, he looks up for just a second and sees like the entire crowd enraptured by uh, by Lopter's just beyond impressive playing, and he is only able to score a single point. Next, uh, Metallica lays down. A crowd favorite. This one is thumping. It is meant to be drunk alongside. One of the only two words in the song is beer, and the other <laughs> word is chug. Uh, it is a known favorite on Heathen, uh, which is attempted to be countered by the uh, the like this soft, dulcet, like highly technical but clearly designed to like underpin the uh, the technical failings of the other group, but it is just drowned outside the desire of all of these people to drink lots of beer, and so they are going to take this round. Uh, only able to score one or more point, though, so it still remains close. Next, how do you guys want to lay down uh, the charisma part of this? I think I think it's like their own song, but a variation on it. Like, Ooh. like like we somehow play like a catchier, like more like we take their own song and make it like much more technical and much like just like better sounding and much more catchy. You play chug beer reprise. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> honestly. Um, and yeah, they in response to that are shifting into. It's just mean. It's just a song about about Lopter's fingers and how he doesn't have them and how 
and how Durf is made of glass and not metal, and it's just rude, but people are still so enraptured by Chug Beer. I don't know why I rolled, this is you guys rolling, and does one of you want to roll Charisma? Whichever, it's up to you guys. I think this one's up to... Yeah, I got five, so I can do that if you want. That is a bad roll. Four, three, two, two, and one. Four, three. So you could use some determination to get a point. Sure. Yeah, I'll turn my four into a five, right? Yes. Useful. Alright. At the end of the first round, the score stands six to two. And this is, uh,. This is interpreted through, like, I think, like, the crowd has, it's, it's like, the number of steins that get, like, smashed over each other's head, just, like, how rowdy the crowd gets. So six steins have smashed during, uh, the supergroup's performance and only two during Metal Lickas. How do you guys enter the next round? I think I think Durf will take the lead on this one if that's okay. Uh, yeah, uh, please. Slapter. Yeah, so I think I think you know like everything kind of hushes down and the 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 sustain kind of like you know mellows out, and then you know Durf gets real close to the microphone and shouts into it, "Rockers, are you ready to be saved?" And just rips into like something super catchy, like full charisma. Nice. Like yeah. Like, uh, it's, um, it's a riff from, um, from, uh, Crusades, Crusades of, of Metal or something like that, I think is the, yeah, Crusades of Metal. Do, do all of Durf's albums have the word Crusade in them somehow, somewhere? No, it's just his early stuff, but, like, that's kind of what he's known for. Makes sense, makes sense. It's like an early classic. Alright, and, uh, how do you follow that up? I will once again go for a technical piece, and this time instead of playing a complex note, Lobster just does like the highest note possible. Mm-hmm. I like the idea that he's uh, he's trying to shatter the glasses just like with the note. Absolutely. Go for bonus points. Yeah. Five, six, six. Mm. Oh, we have to we have to wait to compare to the uh, the rock paper right, to right. see what their set is. Might be we can cut that out easy peasy. <laughs> or we won't, but we'll see. Um, I don't. Sorry, I just needed to find where I'd written down the second round. Uh, they begin. So you're. Uh, they're just. They're, they're attempting their, like, smear again, and this song is, like, very simple, very broken down, um, and it mostly just involves uh, Big Mood Switchblade trying to, like, interrupt your musical hits with, like, cymbal crashes and stuff, but the magnetic personality of Durfstar is too much for them, and Durf, if you want to roll charisma. Yeah, I do. That is, uh... Damn, five three twos and a one. 
Do I have more? Well, I guess it doesn't really matter, does it? No, I can do. Can I turn a two into a three with a determination? You could, but that won't affect anything. You don't lose points for, for misses, yeah. Alright. A disappointing zero points. The the crowd is mostly just confused. Like the 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 symbol crashes are working and are interrupting your set, but they don't sound very good and so nobody really cares. Um Lopter, how do you hop in and save this situation? What's our remaining trait? Uh, the last one is Judgment, and they uh, they are going with Charisma here, which is beaten by Finesse. But but the only thing we can use is Judgment? No, you, he used Charisma, now you're using Finesse, and the last one will be Judgment. Wait, I'm so sorry. No, it's okay. Don't, don't. So we have three slots, and we, the two of us, Baird and I, have already filled the first two, right? Yeah. But so you haven't played us? the finesse part yet. We're, we're, that's where we are in the narrative. Oh, gotcha. So now it's time to Now it's finesse. time to roll, yeah. Because uh, they did, okay. the, yeah. So the way they set their set up this one, it lost all three to you. Okay, six and a six. Oh, so, so there's... A, the high note just like screeches above everything and two steins shatter and the two bands like look at each other with narrowed eyes and everyone's like i guess that counts <laughs> um and then which one of you wants to roll judgment and how are you sabotaging the other band i think you should go for it lobster because derf is not rolling very well <laughs> all right neither is neither is lobster but he, he was holding a high note, and he makes it jagged and, and gross, but in a way that highlights the opponent. Nice. Yeah, they're attempting to just lay down some technical precision, and all their harmonies get messed up, their chords sound bad, and you're just, like, shredding this nasty sound out. Five and a five. Hey, it's another two points. All right, the crowd is heavily in favor of the super group right now, and as the three of you begin the final set, everything hangs in the balance. Um, what is y'all's order? We think Lobster is gonna open this one by trying to make him sound bad. Uh, Star will definitely go for another Charisma, you know, uh, a new classic in the middle here. Ooh, a new classic, which leaves a duo technical performance for the end. Yes. Uh, once again, you have completely, completely and utterly sabotaged the ability for the other pain to even attempt to make points. You have won all three Rock, Paper, Scissors rounds. Um, so if you guys just want to roll Judgment, Charisma, and Finesse in order, you can tally your points. Okay. And then, oh, give fun, give fun to Alright, Lopter hears what the opposing team is playing and immediately just takes his high note 
and breaks it on their melody, rips it apart. It sounds horrid. Two sixes. Nice. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, we, like, you, you can practically see, like, the air currents getting, like, ripped apart by the sheer power of this electric oboe note. Next, uh, your magnetic personality over their attempts at slander. Yeah, so this this piece is um is called is called distorted text, and it's made by by converting words in scripture of the distorted house into notes and then playing them, which doesn't make any sense and it sounds horrible, but it's a hit. So everyone loves it. There is <laughs> yep. there is a great wailing and gnashing of teeth. Yep, there is a six, four, three, one, and one. Okay, that's another point. Now tell me how the uh, the great performers of Lopter and Dirth combine their ultimate skill into something that will simply devastate Metallica. Lopter jumps up on top of Dirth's shoulders, oh my God. and and they fire from like the same axis to create a plane of sound. <laughs> I love it. Is this like a horizontal plane or a vertical plane? Vertical. So do we like rotate to like like vertically, you know, like like scan the crowd, like wash over the crowd? <laughs> oh, oh no! Like the the plane is vertical, but like as we rotate, it scans horizontally. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So we're we're like turning slowly. Yeah, y'all spin. All right. Can exactly. You both roll me for next time. Mm-hmm. Wow, I rolled the best on my worst stat. That's a six and a five. Of six dice, I rolled no successes. <laughs> <laughs> Even Derek's luck must come to an end. Alright. Oh, I've only been announcing my winning rolls. It's been a small proportion. Even so. <laughs> Just looking at the... Um, there is a very clear victor. Your braggadocious insults at the beginning were not even a single percent false. The final score of this battle is 15 to 2. <laughs> Rickety wreck, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, uh, as you guys, like, you, you guys form this, like, y- you guys are basically metal Voltron right now. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> with Durfstar laying down this strong foundation on both his two feet and the sitar, and we have, uh, uh, I keep on trying to call you Lobster, <laughs> uh, on his shoulders, just shredding on the oboe, and as this plane of pure destructive metal sound washes over the cloud, the steins are popping like light bulbs in a power surge, the... It is insane, and the crowd is left soaked in beer and sweat and tears and whatever else is a result of this thrashing. Truth. In front of you, uh, Sarthrad Wreckmeister stands, mic in hand. Well, I... 
Well, I, uh, I guess that was pretty alright, and I guess that means the five of us owe the two of you a dare. Alright, Lopter is a graceful type, and, and he makes a show of this. He plays to the crowd, and he says, well, come perform with us. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. Um, a big ol' a big ol' smile breaks across Zarthred's face, and the crowd goes fucking wild. <laughs> yeah. The now seven of you are standing outside the bar that you began at. Lopter pulls up the transit app again. <laughs> yeah, there's a bus stop relatively near you guys that will take you to uh, the elevator shaft down to the planet's core. Let's go ride the bus. The rock and roll bus. Uh, Murderer just... <clears throat> in response. You, you didn't like that one? Mm. I, mean, I mean, we could, you know, like the metal bus, the, the shreddy bus, the mm. uh, workshop. The it. train? <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll work on it. Zarthrad just like is behind him, going like double thumbs up, like, bus is good. Glad to hear it. Yeah. We, we proceed to the bus. Yeah. Uh, the turnstiles are all stuck, and all of the ticket machines have quarters jammed in them. Uh, so everyone's just hopping turnstiles. Uh, working as intended, by the way. They were built this way. Unfortunate. <laughs> I mean, why even, why even build them, you know? Like... I feel like it was a lot of effort. They uh, say it's for the aesthetic, says Sam Carr. Eh, fair enough. That was a pretty good performance the two of you brothers put on there. I haven't seen a smashing like that since, and uh, we cut outside the bus as several cars pass you, and the sound of speeding highways drown out whatever disgusting comparisons Arthred was about to make. Perfect. The bus, like... When I say this bus squeals to a stop, I don't mean that it's like going really fast and stops really hard. It's just like the the brakes just make the screeching sound of metal on metal no matter no matter how long or fast the bus is having to stop. Um So and the doors open and in front of you the glorious gleaming Double metal doors of the planetary elevator. Let's get on. Let's ride Make the your move. The shaft. Let's get in the 
The elevator. <laughs> we'll, we'll work on this one, too. <laughs> yeah, the seven of you step out of the bus and begin. Like, we, we have, like, the... Dun, 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 music as you all are walking in real life slow motion towards this door just everybody um when the sound of slithering enters all three of your ears all seven of your ears i don't know where i got the number three 14 years for, for, that's a very good voice. <laughs> <laughs> Approximately. Everybody has one ear directly on their forehead. In this the future. <laughs> the future. Uh, here. Your final opponent has come to set themselves in front of you. Gracie Gorgon. The Metal Medusa has come to stop your performance, and if she can, your lives. See, legend has it. Well, a hundred legends have it. Of the different reasons of the beef between Metal Medusa and the members of this supergroup. Some too terrible to tell. Some only whispered about behind hushed doors when enough alcohol has been consumed, and all of them, for anyone knows, true. This gleaming figure in front of you, this serpentine person with metallic scales adorning their body and her piercing gaze reaching across everybody. Already you feel the dampening effects. It's like your limbs are turning to lead just from being around her, and she says, This is the end of the line, rockers. You'll never be able to face my metal. And roll initiative. That's finesse, right? Okay. What was that? How, how, do I, how do I roll initiative? <laughs> uh, <laughs> yes. Two, two. two successes. Nice. Also two successes. Uh, so roll off between the metal Medusa and Dark. And uh, I got a two. I got a one. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> the metal Medusa slithers forward, her claws bared, and she makes a swipe for your instrument. Uh, locked up. Can I can I use the let me stop you there reaction, which lets me interrupt an opponent's action? Oh shit! Um, yeah, go for it. Spells action. Yeah, it's a it's a contested speech craft mentality check. Nice. Yeah. Um, so that's actually this. You can also just re-roll some. Mm. Oh, that's so bad. Actually, no, it's a four, four, one, one, four, four, and a five. But I have plus two, so it's actually it's it's three fives, two fours, and two ones. 
Okay, she also got three hits. Um, <laughs> uh, roll one. So just roll me a d6. It's a, it's table. Three. What was it? Three. Four. Damn. Hey. Alright, so yeah, uh, what do you do to attempt to interrupt this action? I like, uh, from, from, in my, like, under jacket, I pull out, like, the assorted Bible, and I, like, hold it up and be like, like, wait a minute, we don't need to, and she just, like, pushes me aside, and, like, sprawls <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> we don't need to shut up. Slashes it aside, her nails, like, th these are acrylics, by the way, uh, just, like, slash through the paper like it's butter, uh, mm -hmm. and then on, ever forward, to attack, um, the legendary electric oboe of Lopin. Uh But she just misses. So, Lopter, how are you able to defend yourself from this assault? I swap my oboe to its shield form really quick and bop her in the nose. Nice. Bonk. I believe that also makes it your act. Oh no, she has to do it. So. Damn, also all misses. <laughs> Alright. Mopter, how do you respond? Wait, as she whiffs, I'm going to leap back to create some space, swapping my rifle into it. Swapping my shield into its sniper rifle form. And then I'm going to bring it up and take a shot. And I have 8 dice on this, from 6 plus 2, and I produce 2 successes. It's 1d6 plus 4 energy. Why don't and then... Mm-hmm. Uh, sorry, I'm just checking. Yes, yes, that is a hit. So yeah, roll, roll me you. weapon damage. Two plus four is six. And I am going to activate the auto fire function, the sustain fire rather, mm -hmm. and roll a 1d2. And let's hope we get it or else my gun jams, haha. Nice. And I get two more attacks, and if any miss, my gun is going to overheat. Oh shit. <laughs> I imagine right, that attack. it's all, like, the, the, like, coaxing all of the extra functionality out of this weapon somehow involves, like, playing the oboe parts. Yeah, the, the reed is still sticking out of it, and Lofter is producing some notes along the way. Obviously, on rhythm, punctuated by the gun jumps. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Alright, this is four successes on the first attack. Oh, shit. And this is... Five successes on the second, for a total of 2d6 plus eight. And my 2d6 plus 8 comes out to 15. Oh shit. Yeah, um, is that 3 shots total? 
Yep. Nice. So one of these, like, blasts into her shoulder and just, like, this spray of, like, chrome, like, dust just... And then the other two, like, right center mass. And once again, like, large chunks of her scales are just blown off. Um... Um, she's like screaming, like "Ah, I'll get you again, Loptar! Get back here!" Trying to like make it towards you as you're just like bam, bam, bam. Um, and I believe that makes it actually um, your turn, Bert. Yes, yes. Um, I think Durfstar will activate his plasma saber. Which I'm imagining is just like an off-brand, like cheaper lightsaber. Nice. Like it's a like a like a like a crappy-looking handle, and it turns on very slowly, and the color is like a very like murky green, like <laughs> scum water green. I don't know why it turns on slowly. <laughs> it's so funny. <laughs> Instead of being like the sassy whooshes, it like I don't know. It just like it just like pops, like like metal in a microwave, just like sparks and just like. <laughs> Flickers off and on whenever you use it. <laughs> like that one. Yep. And he'll come up and, and try to slash with his one tack. That is a five, a five, and a three. Uh, that will hit. Sweet. Two to six damage. This is finesse, I'm assuming, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's one handed, yeah. So, ten damage, I guess, right? Yeah. Pass. Oh, wow. I think I think I like like stab upwards like into her back and it like turns off for a second right as I like would have hit her and I like <laughs> shake it for a second and it turns back on the blades like in her back. <laughs> yeah, thankfully she's very distracted. Um, and the two of you, uh, like as you finish off your attacks, you realize. Like, that, that effect I described earlier, that feeling like your your limbs are turning to lead is increased the longer you look at her. And each of you have your movement reduced by two squares. Oh. Yeah. Cool. Uh, if that ever reaches zero, let me know. Mm-hmm. The uh, metal lika is like has like formed a, a small semicircle around you guys and is just like woo fight and back to the top we have the gorgon again she is going to spin on her tail and slash out at you now um, dirt with her claws first attack Ooh, nice. what is your armor dirt. two all right that is a hit sent She's going to make her second attack, which is not a success. She deals you a devastating 12 damage. That's like not nice. <laughs> Ow. <laughs> so, is this. So, she like slashes her craw- claws across your chest and obviously, like, gets something, but why don't you describe, like, how severe the wound is? 
Yeah, I think I think like this glass membrane which covers my body like cracks and like yeah, little bits of like universe up. power like spill out of the cracks, and you can see these cracks just like running across my body and expanding oh, pretty far before they stop. I'm gonna pause time real quick. Everything good? Yeah, I think you cut out for a bit. Oh, did I? Or maybe I cut out. Yeah. Not on my side. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, I heard. Uh, I heard. I think the glass. Oh, weird. Hm. Yeah, no worries. I, I just paused time as soon as I. So we'll. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, sweet. Just let me know when you're good to go again. Three, two, one, go. I th the the blow just smacks into the glass membrane of Durf Star and these severe cracks just split across his chest and run up towards his shoulders and towards his hips and as they expand these little bits of, of universe essence these little like star shaped colory things kind of float outwards into the air yeah. uh, big mood switchblade like nudges murderer on the side and goes he's bleeding stars that's pretty metal murderer's like Mur. You see, uh, you see your friend slash co-performer slash whatever your relationship is, uh, in trouble, Lobster. What do you do? I am going to... Hmm. Lobster looks in his pockets, but all his healing items are for out of combat. <laughs> Oh no, he says. It's illegal to use these in a fight. <laughs> it's true, it's true. It violates the law. Yeah. I could have given you 25 points of abstract vitality, but it's not permitted. That wouldn't be very so always watching and revoke your stage pass. Exactly. So instead I'm just going to shoot our Medusa foe some more. Makes sense. <laughs> Putting your metal on the metal Medusa. Mm -hmm. So this is two successes, which is going to hit, I believe. Yep. And now I am rolling for sustained fire. Flurry of musical notes pour out the barrel again. Mm -hmm. And that's another two attacks. Nice. Three successes on this attack, and then... successes on this one so that's 3d6 plus 12 yeah this is like do we want to I, I i'd kind of like to like reskin that as like a single devastating shot to her back if you want to like aim it somewhere um does she have any tattoos is there anything distinctive to aim for mm, yeah there's like a there's like an Ouroboros. It's not like a tattoo, it's like engraved into her scales. Uh, like right between her shoulder blades. Oh, then this right in the center of the Ouroboros then. Nice. Yeah. Pull that in. Um that is nineteen total. Oof. Beefy. Yeah, this like this bullet clearly manages to both like crack her scales and pierce into her actual being. 
and she like lets out a scream of pain and this like all like the metal dust in the air is like whipped around by the force of it and you both feel that effect uh, that she is projecting onto you increase again um, so everybody lose two squares of movement speed and she is gonna like collapse to the floor and attempt to like slither between your legs uh derf so that she can put you in between her and lofter so she is going to make a contested check with you this is a contested hunting tracking check that will be judgment I will five, a four, three, three, and two. Alright, it might be worth throwing some determination on this. Sure. I upgrading the four does something, right? Yeah. Yeah, you can yeah. turn the four to a five and that's two now. Yeah. yeah so she two, has to two, hit, hit two. She has to hit twice in order to pull this off. Oh, damn, two sixes and a five. So yeah, she like drops to the ground and like slithers right between your legs until she's like looming up behind you and she's gonna try and like reach both of her claws over you and just like tear up your chest yeah Ow. first attack is a complete miss yeah so like second attack also misses yeah so she reaches down and like plants the claws into your glass again, and how do you stop her from just, like, ripping you open? I think... I, I think, um... Like... Ooh. Okay, I think because all this, like, stardust is, is spilling out of my body, like, the exact location of the glass is a little confusing. Mm. And so she's just, like, not quite where she... You know, like, her power and, like, where she hits me doesn't quite line up. And so she's, like, in yeah. the wrong spot at the wrong moment. Yeah, so, like, I, I think, like, she, like, reaches her claws down and rips up. But, like, her the tips of her claws are only scratching you. And she's mostly tearing through this stardust. Yeah. Um, act. Hmm? Act. Go. Do things. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, do things. <laughs> yeah, you can hear the impatient shouts of the crowd from below you guys. Durf is gonna look down. Oh yeah, how close are we to the elevator doors? Feet. Feet, okay. Durf is gonna look down at her and like shake his head and you know, he doesn't really have eyes, but if he did them they'd kinda be like you know, full of like pity and sorrow and be like you know you make such such horrible sounds. Your music is just... It's just so awful. You... You could... You could be saved. You know, such terribleness is not... Is not just a chance. This is a skill. This is a gift. From beyond reality. You know, if, if you... If you just... Turned... Inward and, and, and... Used this force for... For good. Harnessed this just atrocious sound you know you could you could save yourself you could save others you could transcend this pain transcend Sorry, this metal. wrap it up we gotta go <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
And, and doing this, I'm going to use the, the Did I Ever Tell You About the Time ability, which, nice. which puts my target to a sleep. Oh, uh, nice. Go for it. For two go, 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 rounds go. on a successful contested speechcraft mentality check. Yep. Oh. Go, go, go. Cool. Okay, okay. Uh, that is one, two, three hits. Oh shit! Oh no, four hits actually. Yep, four hits with the bonuses. Yeah. Yeah. Oh shit! Yeah, she got she got a six, a five, two fours, and a two. Uh, she like drifts off to sleep. Zarthrad is like grabbing you guys and pulling you towards the elevator. Do you go? Yeah. yeah. Two of you sprint for the elevator, and the doors click closed. That's the hour. Actually, <laughs> that was like to the second the hour. Holy <laughs> shit! Hey, Whew, that was awesome, guys. Work. You guys kicked ass. Yeah, we naturally did. kicked some <laughs> metal ass. True. Um, can I get one quick anecdote about the performance from each of you? I think um, I think Lobter grows his grows his six fingers. Yeah, I think this is the sure. one. Yeah, ideal. But, yeah, like you guys get down there, just buzzing with adrenaline and and power and fury, and like Lobter can feel these little nubs like pushing out of his pinkies, and the second he gets under those strange lights, they just explode out of him, and the fucking best performance he's ever done. Ideal. And uh, and Durf, do you manage to make the sound? I don't think I make it so that I transcend. You know, I think that's like part of my shtick is that like I'm sticking around to help other people do it. Mm. But I think a fair few people standing in the first rows blink out of existence during one of nice. my solos. Yeah. Yeah. Is it is it like fast and intense, or is it like slow and methodical? The the solo, yeah. the blinkage. I think Does the I think I think it's I mean it's a sitar so I think it's like it's it's like not super fast it's like pretty slow and pretty like intricate. Yeah. And I think the blinkage too is like like from their ears and then it like grows to the rest of their body they kind of just dissolve into like stardust and float nice, away. Yeah. Yeah, I think you can see them like like that gold shimmering like shifting ness of that stardust inside you like you said begins at their ears and you can see it taking them over over the course of your solo and as you play the final note they just dissolve you have been saved by metal <laughs> and the crowd goes wild So I did actually base this character off of a YouTube clip, which I saw, and we'll try to find, though I don't know where it is, of a guy actually playing metal on a sitar. That's and pretty it awesome. Is actually really cool, yeah. Very neat. It reminds me a bit of, there's a band, uh, I don't know how to pronounce it, but it is spelled, as I Google it to make sure I'm spelling it right, P-E-N-G-G-E-R Cavalry. And it's a, they're a Mongolian metal band that do a lot of like throat singing vocals um, and use a lot of uh, non-traditional metal instruments. They're very cool. That's fun. So like, so, so folk metal is when you play like folk instruments in metal, but I'm imagining at this point in like 
in the game or at least like there is a thing called like metal folk which is just like like it is the folk music to play metal you know like little old men get together in like bars late at night and play metal together like mm-hmm. that's like, just like, like they're metal instead of playing as folk. yeah exactly like at this point <laughs> nice. in, in the universe yeah. yeah, I think, like, while you guys are playing main stage, like, a few people have retired to the, like, like a few of the bar patrons or people that witnessed your fight have, like, retired to smaller pubs that aren't playing the main show and are, are like, folking out the story of the night. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah, it was a cool system. I really like the non-combat encounters that were pretty combat-paced. <laughs> that was more alex but yeah as far as the system go it's really rewarding once you learn it it's it's definitely not what i'd call intuitive but it's a lot of fun once you've built a dice pool and get to leverage its power distributing one extra pip is good actually because with so many dice you tend to produce at least one four so it's an extra success you guys also like fucking crushed that band battle i had all three of their sets out ahead of time and then you just brutalized them on the last two it was awesome just total chance yeah yeah ideal or just you know that's why we're famous yeah you know they don't they don't put you in main stage on heathen for nothing yeah yeah there there were a few metal references like like metal genre references leaked throughout there so uh tweet us if you find any of them because that would be fun and also tweet us anyway you can find us on twitter at one hour runoffs and if you tweet us at one hour pod we will name an npc in one of these episodes after you nice as a little thank you um yeah interacting with us on twitter is like the best way to support us outside of listening to the show because it helps other people get to see us and just makes us feel good about the fact that we're doing stuff so it's always nice it's true as always you're listening to one hour one-offs radio i am alex i am alex i'm also alex <laughs> and that's the show folks <laughs> Hello, listeners. Blake again. Just wanted to give a final enormous shout out to the Veil of the Void system for sponsoring us today. You guys are awesome and our first ever sponsors. Pretty sick. If you want to see us use a system you wrote, or if you just have one you think we should check out or would be an awesome episode, then either tweet or message us on Twitter at one hour one offs. Also, Alex was trying his best, but please don't tweet us at one hour pod. Either tweet us at one hour one offs or use the hashtag one hour pod to show us some love. It's a great way to show your support, and we will name an NPC after you. You have been warned, we are not responsible for what happens to them. Thanks so much for listening, guys, and I'll see you next time.